Andy Robinson and the Godfather Band. This is Godfather Godfather Minute. Minute. And that was Andy Robinson, and I'm Alex Robinson. How are you doing, Andy Robinson? I'm doing great. How do you like those rockin' drums? Oh, you guys are tighter every week. That's uh, oh, that's Chris Farley playing those drums. Remember, he was in the uh, the wedding band scene. Oh, right, the White Ninja. The movie. Time traveling, no, <laughs> time traveling. Chris Farley on these. That's true. Smacking yeah. those skins, pounding those skins. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, this is Godfather Minute. It's uh, the podcast where we discuss the movie Godfather in excruciating detail, minute by minute. Well, I wouldn't say excruciating mm-hmm. detail. We kind of uh, my trivia. About minute it. by minute. Minute. Andrew, repeat. Minute the minute. Minute the minute. This is minute 24 <laughs> of the Godfather. Alex, yes. E minuto. E minuto. Numero. numero. 24. 24. That's an 24. easy one. 24. 24. Say with me. Minuto numero 24. Perfecto. Well, that's all we have for a minute. Yeah, so minute 24. It starts off with we're in the Don's office. He's having a conference with Johnny the Complainer Fontaine. And this guy it starts off with Johnny saying that uh, there's no chance, no chance he'll give him the part in this picture. That almost should be a, a, a Johnny Fontaine song. No chance, no chance. That's the chorus. There'll be no chance, parentheses, no chance. (laughs) No chance, no chance. My voice is It'd be like no chance and then no chance, whatever, the Italian for no chance. Oh, yes, perfect. And as the song goes on, his his vocals get weaker and weaker. (laughs) There's like coughing. (laughs) No, the last refrain is no chance, no chance. Well, speaking of Johnny Fontaine, I was listening to a Frank Sinatra live album. Old Blue Ass? Old Blue Eyes, the chairman mm-hmm. of the board himself. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was him probably on the downward, you know, on the post-glory years. Mm-hmm. You the know, Cannonball Run era? Maybe a little earlier than that. Okay. And it was just basically him with like a small band and like a French like club, like a very intimate venue. Oh, interesting. And there's one part where he's singing a song and it's like a ballady type song. And his voice like cracks a bit mm. and he comments on it. he's like oh sorry my voice he doesn't say it's weak it's weak but uh <laughs> funny uh, mario puzo sues him for, yeah. uh, for uh, oh mario puzo's in that club at the time <laughs> in disguise <laughs> so so frank Sinatra's voice like wavers a little bit and then um you know he says oh i need a drink of water and then he drinks a glass of water and then he goes back to singing the song and he like totally crushes it oh wow like he does big notes and stuff and i was wondering if that whole thing was kind of like a an act Whoa. to sort of make it be like oh he can't his voice isn't good and you know oh, him, like stumble wow. like this is like james brown like acting james like brown. he can't go yeah. on and they put the cape on him and stuff oh, it's good. and i was like wow he really is he was a good showman i'll give him that so uh, that and also a reference to the godfather especially if this is in his his later years where he's not as popular yeah totally, this yeah. is a way to kind of get some he does that every interest. night to just prove that he's not johnny <laughs> <laughs> yeah. now he's got a week well no that's the irony is now he's banking on people 
knowing that cultural oh, reference. That's to, like that's what people gets people in the door. Like, oh, he's going <laughs> to totally. do the weak voice thing <laughs> as seen in the Godfather. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. So I just, really, I just thought of that. That's but, awesome. Um, uh, so yeah, so but well, there's more Johnny stuff coming up, but we mm-hmm. we get uh, there's an interlude, a romantic interlude. Uh, in in uh, last week's minute, um, the Don told Tom Hagen, "Go go go find Santino." Uh-huh. And uh, Tom Hagen was like, "It's not personal, Sonny. It's business." <laughs> so go uh, and go and send the hatchet man, <laughs> Tom the Hatchet Man. Hagen. <laughs> That's got a great ring it to does it. Do it. Yeah. Would you want that kind of nickname if you were a consigliere? Yeah, kind of badass. That's almost like a wartime consigliere yeah, yeah. nickname. Yeah, his would be like Tom the uh, <laughs> the uh, Tom the notary sofa cushion. Uh, <laughs> Tom the notary, <laughs> the notary public Hagen. <laughs> Why? Because he's always he can always be counted on to have his notary public <laughs> license active. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Tom goes to find Santino as ordered, mm-hmm. and uh, he goes upstairs and he and he. <laughs> <laughs> Turned to be like a radio drama. <laughs> he opens the door. <laughs> no, he doesn't open it. Oh, that's true. He knocks on the door. Does he knock on the door? I don't even think he knows. Yeah. He's trying to get you oh, to do yeah. a sound effect. Sorry, it's only. That's yeah. my only sound effect, which yeah. is, coincidentally is the sound effect for walking upstairs yeah, and fair. knocking on the door. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> that's true. Hey, Sonny, are you in there? Uh, so yeah, so uh, and apparently, well, not apparently, we discover that Sonny, we see him. Uh, making sweet love to his mistress Lucy, mm-hmm. who we saw running off with mm-hmm. a couple of months ago. Yeah, <laughs> the maid of honor of the wedding, still in her dress. Oh, she's the maid of honor. Mm-hmm. Huh? She is. I didn't notice that. Yeah, we talked about that at one point. It's not clear in the movie, but in the book, Puzo right. Does she that. wear a different dress than the other bridesmaids? Mm, don't I don't know. Don't my matrons of honor traditionally wear a different? Oh boy, you're asking the wrong yeah, dude. Exactly. We need to get a lady. In yeah. Here. Oh, now we need a, a wedding planner. Remember, oh. we we're going to invite a statistician, a mortician. <laughs> um. Yeah, so this is, uh, and this this scene has huge repercussions. What do you mean? Down the line. Because uh, this is, uh, I see where you're going. This is conceivably (gasps) the moment where Andy Garcia, the future godfather, Vincent, that's his name, right? Vincent. Vincent. Yeah, we couldn't remember it. it. Really? Yeah, when we first brought it up. We pulled it. We pulled it. So, yeah, so this could be the moment that he is actually conceived. Although, you know, who knows? They might have had it. Long ongoing thing yeah. in the book, they certainly did, right? From what I understand, yes, yes that's the book's right. different than the movie. It is, regard. it is different. We'll yeah. get more into that. Okay, so does yeah, this is where Jerry, Gar- no, not Jerry Garcia, Andy Garcia, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, his role comes in, could come right. into play, yeah, yeah. So, um, Tom Hagen, Sonny, you in there? And he's like, What? <laughs> I think he's, he just says, Yeah, <laughs> they just they both stop, and he goes, Yeah. <laughs> The old man, what does he say? The old man wants to see. Yeah, the old man wants to see. All right. (laughs) So, and And then then Tom Tom Hagen grins. Yeah, so Tom Hagen grins knowing that, you know, what Sonny's up to. Mm -hmm. Does Tom, does Sonny know that Tom knows what he's up to? Oh, boy, probably. Like, is he basically unashamed about it? And he's like, oh, I don't care if he knows what he's doing. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, he knows that his wife knows. Or, yeah, suspects. And it's it's the hatchet man's job to know all the ins and outs, the dynamics going on. So I'm sure he knows. And I think also in Godfather 2, we learn that that Tom also has a mistress. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. I guess none of these guys are. Alex, why do you hurt me this way? (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, so yeah. so Tom, of course, would not be like 
freaked yeah. out or anything mm-hmm. or you know tell the don and stuff. Yeah. do you think uh do you think uh don corleone cheats on his wife oh does he cheat on oh great question does he have a gumar yeah um oh, it's boy. hard to imagine isn't in it? in the book so far they don't talk they don't yeah. Puzo didn't write about that how old mm. is he supposed to be in this uh in these scenes don corleone yeah how old is, is well fredo uh, is 30 mm-hmm. so he's probably about 50 ish i mean godfather 2 they give specific years and everything when yeah, stuff is do. going on yeah. but yeah i don't remember he's about that um i'm gonna say Oh, it's so tempting to say no because that's that's the character sort of the. I'm gonna say yes. You're gonna say yes. I think but I don't think they revealed. would because I think that would make us think yeah. less of the Don, yeah. like the fact that he kind of, uh, yeah, you know, maybe it's like he has like a classy mistress who he's yeah. been seeing this whole time, or mm-hmm. you know, like who's like a long standing, like like, like uh, Barzini's wife. Wait, is Barzini's wife? Uh, Oh no, that would be a no no. Oh, you, oh, you mean you think he's having an affair with Barzini's wife? With Barzini's wife, wife. Oh. yeah. No, that's, you know who he should I'm talk to. About. He should talk to Tatalia about it. Why? Because Tatalia's a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back next week <laughs> with a whole number. <laughs> so, anything else about the uh, Lucy Sunny? No, um, not about the Lucy Sunny thing. We talked in an earlier minute how they have been having an affair and people yeah. know about it. It must be uncomfortable for actors to. Uh, have to fake sex scene. I'm assuming they're faking their sex scene. I'm assuming. I'm assuming James Caan is not actually having intercourse <laughs> with this lady. Yeah, well, he's a method actor. You never know. Sure, you got to get into. It. You got to <laughs> be the character. So it must be very weird to be like faking because when you're faking it, you're like, well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make love the way I would make love. I'm gonna make love the way Sonny would make <laughs> love. True. So you have to like do th- you, you know, yeah. do you make a conscious effort to? Do things that you would never do, or if not do things that you would scene? do Probably. as a way of protecting your own like privacy. You're like, I'm not gonna moan the way I really oh, do oh, because yeah. that's like being naked oh, in front of yeah. everyone. So that's <laughs> true. I guess you do get into the character, and, and hopefully your director provides you some guidance. <laughs> but no one wants to. The director's like, "Well, do what you would normally do." Like, uh, well, I have uh. <laughs> to cry at the end. <laughs> yeah. And at the end of the scene, of course, he announces, "Hey, by the way, that was that was Sunny's." behavior like yeah so uh in this line of thinking i'm wondering if if james khan walked around with so much like don corleone put or marlon brando stuffed his cheeks with cotton did james khan stuff his pants because at least in the book puzzle writes a ton about the size of of Santino's wiener. Well, that's the whole subplot with him yeah. and Lucy is that yeah. they, they're a perfect match uh, genitalia wise. Yeah. <laughs> so did Santino walk around with, you know, just towels oh, stuffed like down a, there? Oh, like a cucumber wrapped up yeah, in, uh, in tinfoil? I'm going to say yes. Okay. But he didn't let anyone know that because then he doesn't want people to think that he has a small wiener. <laughs> He's like, no, I didn't stuff it. What are you, crazy? <laughs> So, the, oh, so many layers to this. <laughs> I didn't go to acting school to get, to get stupid. <laughs> so wait a minute. James Conn is, oh, doesn't want people to think he's got a small Johnson, but he also does Johnson? <laughs> but he doesn't want people to think that's how he really makes love to Lucy? Yeah. Like, that's a double standard, it seems. Well, yeah, of course. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll even go triple stand. That's how high I'm. I was willing to go high as triple, triple stand. stand. So, uh, 
Yes. Yeah, so I think this is the last time we see Lucy in the movie. Maybe we see her oh, for a little uh, walk of shame, but uh, but yeah. I don't think she shows up anymore. Wow. I think you you might be right. Is she at the funeral? The Don's funeral? We'll maybe keep, we'll to keep an eye out. Yeah. <laughs> we'll to keep an eye out for that four years from now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she does show up in Godfather Three. Yes. So, uh, anyway. but not two. Not two. Yeah. We we talked about her being uh, uh, one of the few that bookends the movie. Right. Yeah. yeah. Her well, and uh, Zaza. <laughs> See, that's another person I would digitally insert into the wedding scene. Oh, it's like yeah. a ten-year-old uh, Joe Montaigne. <laughs> what would his role be there? I mean, he's probably he's a, he's a kid, so I don't know what he would be doing. There would be running around at that age. Well, let's see. He's probably I don't know what young the preteens are doing at the wedding. You see him kind of dancing and mingling about. Yeah, I'm sure they'd be uh, yeah. screaming for Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> I should have had a scene in Godfather Three where uh, where Joe Montaigne is like, oh, that time I saw that time I saw Johnny Fontaine show up. His <laughs> voice was weak, but he still had it. <laughs> That's pretty good. Thank you. You do a great zaza. I thought he talked like that. <laughs> no, he's more like this. <laughs> so anyway, um, anything else about? Um, no, not about Lucy, Lucy but there is, as you know, I am yes. making my way slowly but surely, meticulously through the book. The Sicilian? Not the Sicilian. I couldn't do that meticulously. Uh, but guess what? What? That's what. The book is different than the movie? You got it. That's that. The book is different than the movie. The book is different than the movie. The book is different, the book is different, the book is different than the movie. So in the book, Puzo wrote a little bit more about Johnny complaining to the Don in the scene that we don't see in the movie. I'd like to read an excerpt from it. Uh, Cue book reading music. Uh, Johnny paced up and down the room. So I can't listen to you and do the music at the same time. (laughs) We'll, we'll add it in afterward. clapping. So this is Johnny. So in the movie, you see him just complaining about his voice being weak and how Waltz, his yeah. big shot Waltz, won't give him the picture. But Johnny in the book is complaining about a lot of other Whoa. things. What else is he complaining well, about? He just keeps going on and on. Puzo writes, Johnny paced up and down the room. I, and he's talking about his wife, by the, by the way. I was crazy about that bitch. The biggest star in Hollywood. This is the woman he married. This sounds so, like a waltz talk. <laughs> Just so you'll and think I, I'm... <laughs> and I was crazy about the bitch. The biggest star in Hollywood. <laughs> it's confusing reading his voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I ain't just I ain't just some Hollywood big shot. <laughs> Sorry, I'm jumping all over the place. Jumping all around. Yeah, my voice is yeah. weak. <laughs> Not like some band leader. <laughs> anyway. So Johnny's complaining about his wife. And by the way, this is this is his second wife. The, mm-hmm. So he, he, he gardener. He married the local divorced her when he got famous mm-hmm. now he's married to this this famous woman uh i was i was crazy about that bitch the biggest star in hollywood she looks like an angel and you know what she does after a picture if the makeup man does a good job on her face she lets him bang her whoa yeah if the cameraman made her look extra good she brings him into her dressing room and gives him a screw whoa anybody she uses her body like 
I used the loose change in my pocket for a tip. <laughs> so many judges. Uh, exactly. I love how it's a, re- it's a <laughs> the first of a of two references to loose change in yeah. pocket. That must have been a fra- <laughs> phrase back then. A whore made for the devil. Wow. Yeah. So he's he's sour. Does not. So he, this is his current wife. His current. Wow. Wife, yeah. And in the opening scene of the book, uh, I think it's the very first scene of the book. He um, he he's drunk and he beats her up, mm-hmm. and she's laughing while she's beating him up mm-hmm. because he's only he can only beat her body and not her face. Wow. Could Russell get in trouble because she's a big movie star? Oh right, yeah. Wait, so she's laughing because she can only I mean, beat his uh, yeah. body. Well, she's laughing at him at his yeah, manhood. Yeah. How he's yeah. just mm. how he's weak. Yeah. He's weak. <laughs> Well, uh, apparently Francis Ford Coppola, when they first proposed giving him this book for mm-hmm. him to adapt it, he was originally like, ugh, like because of all the stuff about the size of of Santino's wiener and the size of like that whole crazy oh, subplot about yeah. the her getting mm-hmm. surgery to uh, yeah. tighten things up down there. And mm-hmm. apparently Coppola was like, I don't want to like. I don't want to do this because it. of that. And then I guess, oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess they let him cut, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, which is... Let him cut the wiener parts <laughs> out of it, right? Oh, don't say that. Why no? Just cut those parts. Just, just <laughs> well, ex- don't cut it. Maybe just bob them. it. Just what? Just bob it. <laughs> Johnny! <laughs> Another interesting part in the book is uh, Puzo wrote that Johnny complains to Don Corleone that Waltz won't give him the picture. Why not? Because he sang for liberal organizations and called him a communist. Mm. A little historical context there, Alex. Another uh, Frank Sinatra parallel. He used to be really? a, he used to be a staunch uh, Democrat. He, wow. He, uh, he uh, was big into FDR. He campaigned for Kennedy and stuff. And, wow. Uh, and then once Kennedy got elected, he totally like uh, Kennedy and Nixon and Kennedy Nixon Kennedy and Frank Sinatra would apparently go party together and yeah. bang whores and mm-hmm. all this stuff. And then once he got it, once JFK got elected, his handlers were like, you can't keep partying with Frank yeah. Sinatra. It just doesn't look good. So he totally cut Frank Sinatra off and that wow. turned Frank Sinatra into a Republican after that. What? He's like, I'm never going to vote for him again. You know, oh my a gosh. staunch Republican after that. I'm so. never going <laughs> to vote for you again. <laughs> ah, wait, let me get a drink of water. Oh, my voice is weak. <laughs> He'll never do it. He'll never be able to pull it off. <laughs> Oh, maybe then he goes and gets a drink of water. And when he comes back on, the ending of the song is, I am going to vote blue. Oh, that's why we call him old yeah, blue totally. eyes, right? <laughs> so, um, yeah, so interesting differences or additions in the book um, leading up to this interaction between yeah. Johnny and his Don. I was just looking at my notes. One quick rewind. Mm-hmm. Um when it's the scene of when Sonny goes back to work uh, plowing that lady. Yeah. Uh, oh, plowing that lady. He's making, <laughs> you, you said earlier he's making sweet love to his mistress. That's true. That's true. Once he is, uh, um, it immediately cuts to a scene of like an opera singer oh, lady. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was a funny thing. You cut from her moaning like, oh, oh and then you see this lady going, oh, doing opera. I think that was a really funny uh Transition yeah. between oh, those two great. scenes. So uh, you know, when I watched that opera singer, I uh, I felt bad for her. Why? Well, because What'd she's you bad for. Her? I feel like Johnny just sang. Yeah, and so the crowd was listening to every note, yeah. and they screamed for him. And 
watching the scene, you see people just walking around. Someone even walks between <laughs> the camera and her, and they're, they're drinking. They don't even seem to be watching or listening. And she is even looking around. Does anyone even like, know? Exactly, looking for her audience. And it just reminded me for the pity that our mother felt for Luca Brazzi. Oh, wow, it's layers to yeah. it. Well, it's always a fine line between when do you acknowledge a live musician and when don't you acknowledge a lot. Yeah. I was recently we went to a restaurant and they had like a guy playing an acoustic guitar, mm-hmm. like mic'd and everything. Mm-hmm. Guy playing an acoustic guitar, another guy playing like an acoustic bass, and like mm-hmm. people were talking. Was it like classical music or was he singing? Uh, it was like a no, it was like um, like folky covers of popular mm-hmm. songs. It was in Hawaii, so, so he was, it was like Hawaiian type songs yeah. in a Hawaiian style or something like I that. Keep, I'm asking because it's important. Were there vocals or no? There were vocals. Okay, that is that I is think a big is. difference. I do. So like. In that situation, like we're all eating our food, are we supposed to be just watching them with rapt attention, or are we free to go about our? At what point does it, do you have to pay it? Is it rude to talk during a performance? You're a musician. What do you? What's your feelings on? The this? answer is yes. It is always rude. You need to put your fork and knife down, turn your chair, face the wow. musicians the whole time. I mean, so my there? food's out there getting cold. <laughs> getting cold. Take it to go, bro. <laughs> I give the guy ten bucks. I'm like, just hold on for fifteen minutes. Let me eat my meal. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's, it depends what the venue is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's if you're on vacation, it is a little bit different. People who play those kinds of gigs know that. So if you're in a restaurant, you're in a restaurant. You're not people a, are there yeah. to eat. I, mean, yeah. it's, I do clap every time they stop. I think that's ex- at a minimum yeah. that's acceptable in yeah. between songs to clap and recognize them. So in this case, she is more in that camp where she's just kind of walking around doing opera singing, well, and people like, are free to, to listen to her or not. Yeah. I, I don't even think she was hired to sing. I think <laughs> she's, she's just, just walking a, a around. guest and just wow. walking around wanted to sing. <laughs> uh, it's like, I can sing like that Johnny complain Fontaine. His voice is weak. It's weak. <laughs> so, yeah, the opera singer. But, or maybe uh, she was trying to impress Johnny and so just started oh, singing. Like she's a backup like, singer. Yeah, because she wanted to, to get... She wanted to get a part in his next picture. And oh. so she sang. So she's going to go see The Godfather There's later. There's a never-ending chain of people. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> the whole movie is nothing but singers hired by uh, <laughs> people <laughs> asking favors. Yeah. Like Bonacera is the lead. <laughs> and, uh, Do you think that would that could be a freestanding sitcom? Just people going to ask the Don for favors? Like the whole thing is just set in his office? Yeah, or like each episode would be a different, like him executing the favor. No, 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 it'd just be in the office. Maybe a couple shots outside. So it'd be like Barney Miller, where it'd be like like one set, and you could have a pagoda there, just like like (laughs) Barney Miller. And and uh, who's the Asian detective? Charlie Chan. Is that his name? The the Asian detective? No, 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 in Barney Miller. (laughs) Oh, in Barney Miller. Okay. Oh, uh, not Wojohowicz. No. Uh, never mind. It's not, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm just trying to assemble the whole cast yeah, of Barney Miller. I think Miller the actor's name was Jack city. Wu. Yeah, but I remember the... Yeah. Anyway, on with the show. <laughs> Do you think it would work uh, as a freestanding sitcom? Be, you'd have to have some really charismatic actors and good writing to pull it off. Yeah. Anytime you're going to have things set in one room, oh, you know, yeah. you would have to have a big cast like Cheers or Barney Miller. Oh, yeah. Or it has Well, you'd be, always have different people coming in, like the prisoners and Barney Miller. They would be right, yeah. And, That's true. And they'd yeah. be asking for different favors, which are ridiculous. Yeah, like I think you could. I think you could do it, you but it would be yeah. Maybe like a six episode, like HBO type show. Well, you know, maybe that's bonus content. We come up with a few different 
people who would come and ask for favors. Or as I say, or, or sitcoms based on things we see in The Godfather. Oh, yeah. Like premises yeah. that we see. Yeah. Backdoor pilots. Backdoor pilots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yes, Johnny Fontaine, mm-hmm. the complainer. Um, I have some information about the actor who plays Johnny Fontaine. Okay. Let's talk. Al Martino okay. is his name. Mm-hmm. And when I say actor, I'm kind of being generous because he's more of a singer than an actor. Mm, okay. Um, he was like a Frank Sinatra style crooner mm, at the time. Uh, well, mostly we, before this, he was kind of already kind of, you know, the seventies crooners weren't really a thing anymore, but, um, yeah, he, you know, he had, uh, he, his first song, uh, called hold in my, uh, here in my heart, here in my heart. Um, it, it says it's in the Guinness Book of World Records. It was what? the first ever UK in the United Kingdom. The first time they ever started keeping track of record sales. Al Martino's record was the number one single. Oh, that's here awesome. in my heart. So he was the first person to ever have a number one record in England. Oh my gosh, <laughs> what a claim to fame! I thought you were, where I thought you were going was he was the first person ever to to leave the song vocal to go get a drink of water and then to come back and finish the song while the band continued to play. Uh, He was born, I don't know how you say this last name, C-I-N-I. How do you think you would say that? Cheney. Cheney? I think so. So he was born Jasper Cheney. Whoa. That sounds like a food, a Jasper (laughs) Cheney. Well, the the name Jasper, it doesn't sound very Italian. No, no, no. It's an anglicization of Mm -hmm. their real last name, which is Jasperino, Mm. their family last name. So weirdly, like... family last name was Jasperino. Jasperino. And then when I guess when they came to America, they got short to Cheney, and then they named him Mm -hmm. Jasper in honor of his original. Oh, interesting, yeah. It'd be like if uh, Marlon... It'd be like if Don Corleone named his firstborn son, like... uh, Andolini. Andolo. Yeah, or something like yeah. that. Dolini, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Andrew. <gasps> so um, uh, Al Martino fought in Iwo Jima in World War II. Oh. So he was a war veteran. And um, I think that's why he never criticized Michael in the movie for joining the Marines. Oh, yeah. because yeah. <laughs> um, We're all real proud of you, Mikey. <laughs> oh, sorry, he does. He does I think uh, he does say he that does meet later. up with him later yeah. or something. Yeah. Oh, no, you know what? It, oh, no, right. I forgot what that meant. <laughs> uh, I thought maybe it was in the scene where they were in Vegas or something. Yeah, but I don't think that's... Uh, anyway, we'll get yeah, to it. We'll get to that. Um, so he recorded... Well, first of all, before that, uh, the, uh, the, they auditioned a bunch... They thought of a bunch of different uh, crooners to play this part. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of them was this guy, Vic Damone, who was a crooner. And um, he turned it down. And originally they, they said he didn't do it because he wasn't like he didn't look Italian enough. But oh. he then later admitted it was because they didn't offer him enough money. Oh, wow. That must be one of those big regrets. You're like, oh, I could have been in this like huge movie, oh, like gosh, assuring yeah. me a certain degree of immortality. Yeah. You just never know, though. Yeah. Could have so, been a total flop. Like Al Martino recorded over 40 albums. What? In his career. And now he's virtually forgotten except for being in The Godfather. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's just a that's crazy just amazing the world is just crazy that way it's amazing that, like let's somebody he'll as long as the godfather is famous al martino's a little, a little yeah. bit of fame just from that everything so, else uh, are just footnotes yeah so wow, that's uh, interesting so yeah that makes, uh, makes you wonder if you're ever offered a part in a picture take it take it no matter exactly. how bad not even if think. you're offered a part in a 
picture fight for it yeah. like go to your godfather saying i want the part in that I picture <laughs> and like paulie make sure you're in every scene where he keeps wandering around <laughs> oh paulie we won't yeah. see him no more <laughs> um and apparently this was very difficult uh, for him to do because, A, he's not an actor. He's a singer primarily. Mm-hmm. B, he's acting with Marlon Brando, one of the most famous oh uh, actors. Yeah. Uh, well, I forgot what letter I was up to. C, he um, gets smacked around yeah. in the scene by Marlon Brando. <laughs> and this isn't what made it difficult, but he uh, is wearing a toupee. Mm, throughout and, the scene oh interesting because i know i might be stepping on your uh your terrain a little bit mm-hmm, but apparently mm-hmm. the book is different than the movie it is different than the movie because the in book the book uh the don grabs him by the, the hair and so and they couldn't do that if he was wearing a toupee oh, so they had to make true, him slap that's him why they so yeah yeah, uh, interesting. That's all the information I have about Al Martino. Uh, well, Al Martino, nice job. We always appreciate yeah. your performance. And, you know, I think earlier on in the podcast, several weeks ago, we suggested that these would be some of the worst minutes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm having fun, and it's all entertaining. So, Al Martino, I apologize for making that prediction earlier on. You do a great job. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. And you do, I think, have some of the more I- iconic lines in the movie. Yeah, it's, it's weak. It's, well, it's because oh, of it's him weak. that it's weak. The whole, I'll make him an offer, I yeah. can't refuse he, comes He's out, the so. catalyst. <laughs> <laughs> he was the assist to that most famous <laughs> totally. line. <laughs> I think what it says, it says like, in the, in the quote book, it says, like, Vito Corleone with an assist <laughs> by Johnny Fontaine. <laughs> It's an asterisk next to uh, it. So it's, it's, it's that balance, though. He gets the assist, but he gets the assist for being such a complainer, a yeah, whiner, well, hey. having a weak voice. Hey, Still counts. Any way to get Still there. Counts. Right? Yeah. He's immortal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then it cuts back to them talking, mm-hmm. and Johnny is still continuing to complain to his godfather. And... Uh, yeah, I, I think it's a really funny line. I, I wrote it out a month ago. He bought the movie rights to this book, a best a bestseller. The main character is a guy just like me. Why uh, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even have to act, just be myself. <laughs> Which, as I was listening to that, I wondered how much of that was was also a parallel to Frank Sinatra's life. Oh yeah, it truly was. Yeah, that the character he was perfect. Gonna, he wouldn't have to act. The character he wound up playing was, was like uh, Private Maggio, like oh, an Italian okay. kid from the streets. Who, so, uh, wow, you know, so it's a similar kind of. Oh my uh, gosh, I can't believe Puzo didn't because didn't Puzo deny it was? Uh, it was about Frank Sinatra. I don't know if he ever confirmed. He, he uh, couldn't. I don't think he ever like confirmed or denied okay. it. Like I don't think you want to get sued by saying yeah that's Frank sure, Sinatra, yeah. but he, you know, everyone yeah, clearly yeah, Frank Sinatra knew. <laughs> So Godfather gets so upset at this. Yeah. Well, because he, he says, like, he gets upset when he's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know, I what, don't to know do. what to do. And, and then he the says, Godfather. you can act like, and then that the minute's <laughs> the end of the minute. Oh, what a, what a, what do they call it? Cliffhanger. It's like match game. You yeah. can act like a blank. <laughs> and everyone's right. You can act like a like star? A st- um, you can act like a... Well, that's the only clue we have, I guess. <laughs> just saying it. Well, I think it's funny is that he, the funny thing about this line that I just thought of is that uh, the line before Johnny's like, oh, I, I could, uh, it's, just, I wouldn't even, it's, I could just play myself. I wouldn't even have to act. <laughs> and at that point, Don Corleone's like, oh, you, you know how you can act, like the term yeah. act. But then Johnny's oh. like, I don't know. I don't know. So during that, I don't know. 
Vito Corleone's like, like simmering on that act line. Oh, like he's thinking you know, about that line and being like, you know, it's another assist by Mr. Oh, Martino. Reverse assist. Oh, no, I thought he was saying it was a reverse assist that. That, oh yeah, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah another, he, uh, he sets him up like, oh, I don't know, I yeah. can act like myself. <laughs> so totally I just feel like I need some some sense knocked into me. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> setting up every line. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> and so he stands up, and the minute ends right when he's saying that line, yeah, and right when he's grabbing act. him. Yeah, uh, he grabs him with both arms. Uh, I know the next minute we'll talk more about the smack yeah, and right, the follow yeah, up, yeah. Um, but I do want to point out that. In the previous minute or two minutes ago, Fredo smacked Michael. Hmm. It's a very different feel. Oh, different that's true. Yeah, it's a nice whole lot uh, of slapping going on in this family. <laughs> and, um, oh, you know, I don't think we talked about this, but when Fredo smacked Mikey, I wonder if that was Fredo's uh, like deep down uh, wish for more respect. <laughs> he smacks Mikey. It's like the one time he can, he can get, get away. Right? <laughs> yeah. Mikey's he's facing the other way. Um, so yeah, he smacks him. Alex, would you would you have gone to your godfather and groveled in this way? Let's just say I mean, you're a graphic novelist. Let's just say mm-hmm. your publisher refused to publish your next book. Yeah, they just didn't think it was good. Would um, you would you have gone groveling? I probably would have. Yeah. I'm generally a very self-pitying person anyway, mm-hmm. so I think that would be, I'd be like, no, I'm going to, well, Godfather, they wouldn't give me the <laughs> What excuse would you have made? Or why I didn't get it? Yeah. Well, I, I, first of all, I'd say my drawing is weak. It's okay. weak. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would just say there was no chance. But why wouldn't your publisher give it to you? My Johnny complains that, oh. Well, he, he doesn't know why he doesn't give it to him. Oh, later on he yeah. talks about it, but so he we does. yeah, we yeah that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so you, it's not not below you. No, well, I, I thought you were. What reason would the publisher give? That that was what yeah. I was going to ask. Well, clearly, we know I, was that trying, I was trying to uh, bang this piece of tail he had that he was grooming for to be the new. Uh, <laughs> oh, that comic book business, it's ruthless, it's right? cutthroat. Yeah, <laughs> and let me just tell you. <laughs> so it's not all about nickel. So it's not all about inking and penciling. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yes. Uh, I would go to the Godfather and grovel. Yeah, uh, I thought you were right. right? That's what he's there. He's your Godfather. Yeah, it's true. Why he's literally your Godfather. You, he, you are his Godson. Well, plus you have to figure by this point, the Don has probably asked Johnny for other. You know, later on we see Michael mm-hmm. say, "Oh, how about getting some of your Hollywood friends to come perform?" Yeah. I'm sure that the, the Johnny's done other favors. Yeah. For, you know, have him play a, you know private yeah. performances mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. opening some Mickey Mouse nightclub or something, and they need to get. <laughs> oh, some- Johnny doesn't do that. You don't think Johnny does it? Open an open Mickey Mouse no, no, nightclub? Like, like Fredo's Mickey Mouse nightclub. Oh, and they go. send, like, mm-hmm. oh, Johnny, go help his club by go playing there one night. Yeah, promote whatever. it. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How like do you that. think Johnny would respond to those favors? I'm sure he would do it. Oh, yeah. He told, but when he got there, he would totally treat Fredo with utter contempt. Oh, my gosh. He would do like half a number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's another term I like when people refer to songs as numbers. Yeah, like music? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> do that other number. Why do they call it that? Were they listed? Is numbers? Yeah, it makes sense that yeah. they would have like you know in a book of songs. Yeah, they're you know page numbers or whatever. Yeah. Uh, get up too for clothes. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Look at that get up. Yeah. So this is the first time we see the. This is the first time we see firsthand. I think the only time mm-hmm. firsthand we see the Don being violent. Yeah. We see the right. we see the the little taste of the violence mm-hmm. of uh, you know. The mafia. And he jumps up out of his chair. He totally, grabs yeah. Johnny, and yeah. he's about to lay in, as we'll explore next minute. Yeah, so, yeah, we'll uh, 
Yeah. You got to save and, some of this for next, next mm-hmm, week. Mm-hmm. I want to point out that in Coppola's production notes, I told you I got my hands on them. It wasn't mm-hmm. easy. You broke in. <laughs> uh, Coppola had written in the margin, yeah. uh, with The Godfather, there is always the possibility of immediate and sudden violence. Mm, interesting. Which you really don't see so much in the movie, but in the book, like we talked about in an earlier minute, he, he, when he had gone to talk to the, the band leader, yeah. Johnny's original band leader, he himself had held the gun to the band leader. That's head, right. So, yeah, yeah. Which was only eight years ago, I believe. Something not like that, that long ago. So. Yeah. And I guess you got to figure to get to the position of Don Corleone, you probably have had to smack around more than just a couple band leaders and, oh, and yeah. whiny Hollywood singers. Yeah. Well, as we've seen Godfather too, I guess that's the first time we really see him going down that path. Yeah. But uh, we only see him kill that one. Uh, yeah. That one guy. Mm-hmm. They should just have a montage of like. People getting their arms broken, <laughs> legs broken, thrown off, you know, to <laughs> ditches and all this. Yeah. So, as his career uh, rose. Um. So the question I was going to ask you is: mm-hmm. Have you ever slapped someone? Oh, real, oh, sincerely boy. slapped someone. You don't have to give me the details if it's if it's something unpleasant, but just yes or no. You have know, you ever slapped someone in the face? I don't think I ever have. I don't think I have. However, I assisted. I, got, I had the assist <laughs> for a smack. Yeah. How did you I hold do. the person up while the other person smacked them? No, it, it's kind of a dumb story, but it's hilarious. So two musician friends of mine in college, one of them was, wow, I just realized it really parallels this, was whining about something, maybe not wanting to play a gig or maybe yeah. not even wanting to play in this yeah. band anymore because we were a three-piece. And the other friend got... Uh, got so upset with him and smacked him in the face to smack some sense into him. So I feel like I didn't like, tell him to smack him. You were part of the a, conversation. Yeah, I was sort of um, like Al Neary standing behind him. Kind you were of. present when a smack was done Correct, in, in, yeah. in a discussion that you were involved. Yes, and I know that that friend A would not have smacked friend B if I had not been there. Do you think they did it specifically to intimidate you? No, not to. <laughs> well, that's a good question. No, because we had had like, joked around a lot about smacking people to yeah. smack sense. And maybe looking back, inspired by this scene, because <laughs> this friend of mine is it likes the Italian, likes uh, the Godfathers. He is a, uh, an Italian American, so maybe he really was inspired deep down. I don't know. That's some deep seated stuff, yeah. but or just his Italian blood got so worked maybe up absolutely, just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and this other guy, his name was, uh, well, I won't, I won't reveal his name because it's kind of embarrassing. But the funny part is I think we all laughed afterward, and, and, it, and it worked. He, got, he stayed in the band. He played a few more shows, right. but even after he smacked, I he think missed he, his, he missed his wedding. Was, <laughs> like, I really show. recall him saying, like, wow, you're right. Like, what was I wow. thinking? Hmm. So it worked. <laughs> So let that be a lesson to you and our listeners. Violence works. If you can, well, not, not violence. Well, oh, I mean, that's the lesson of the Godfathers, that I guess violence it, You know, works. a solid smack now and then really can, I mean, yeah. there's a reason they call it smacking the sense into someone. Yeah, because you you hit them with, a, you put a roll of pennies in your hand and you punch <laughs> them in the face. <laughs> sense. Yeah, but I don't think I personally ever did the smack. Have you? I've done smack plenty of times. Yeah. <laughs> No, I've never, I've never slapped never, someone in anger. But, but, but you never sell it to children. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> I want to kept out of the schools. Yeah. Um, so, uh, anything else about this minute? Or should no. we write to the ratings? I think it's interesting how the minute ends right when the Godfather's yeah. getting all heated up by this. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll um, but it's a great, week. great minute. Uh, yeah. see I don't need any question what we're going to give this. Match. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Any any Johnny Fontaine minute seems to automatically <laughs> get a five. It's turning that way because when he comes back later on, you have Fredo and Johnny Fontaine uh, in a scene together. How are we not going to uh, give that? We're going to come up with a new scale at that I point. Really it's do, yeah. Inflation. It's, by then, we're going to do like seven is the highest note, or do fives and just do decimals. Like this is a four point eight. This is a four point six. Yeah, true five. Five. Is probably iconic. I say we stick with whole numbers. Okay, let's do it. And this one is iconic. Iconic. All right. Fives. True fives. Well, all right, then. I guess that'll wrap up. Uh, do you want to give us a teaser for what's in the, today's bonus content? Um, well, one idea is I was going to talk about my song I've been working on writing uh-huh. about Johnny Fontaine, inspired oh, by very his musical, dialogue. Uh, yeah. musical week. Yeah. All right, cool. So uh, if you're, I mean, uh, and we'll we we'll probably talk about some other things. I don't know if that'll fill up all. The I have a feeling we're going to talk about Mickey about Fredo Corleone's <laughs> Mickey Mouse nightclub, which seems to come up every week yeah. on the show. Speaking of which, you can join in the conversation on Facebook at yeah. at Fredo Corleone's Mickey Mouse nightclub. Yeah, look, search that, and you'll find us there. And uh, also you, on Twitter at Godfather Minute. <laughs> you have something else to say about? The I want to add that it's Fredo Corleone's Mickey Mouse nightclub, the only place where you won't get stepped over. You'll be respected, and the only place you're you're smart. The only place you do the stepping over. <laughs> That's true. He has to alter it, or else he has to give Paramount royalties. So, in addition to the Sonny Corleone <laughs> waiter who gets bossed around by everybody, <laughs> there's also a Michael Corleone doorman oh. who literally lays in the doorway, and then to get into oh. the club, you literally step you over. Step <laughs> over him. I don't know which job is worse. <laughs> that guy, you don't get stepped on; you get stepped yeah. over. That's not so bad. I thought you were going to say Michael is outside and uh, and Nazarene is out there too, and they're the doormen, like to the hospital, oh. like smoking cigarettes. And <laughs> that was Enzo, wasn't it? Enzo, yeah. Nazarene <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is, is Well, wait, why would he? Mom. Why would he stand there though? For your father. Oh, okay. For your father. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you want to hear the bonus content, go to GodfatherMinute.com/support. Mm-hmm. There, there'll be all the information you need to hear about the additional uh, bonus content, which we're going to discuss shortly. So uh, until then, everyone else, we'll be back next week. And make sure you leave leave the gun gun and take take the the cannoli. cannoli. I'm a godfather, man. Bam.